you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Welcome to the Gaming Ride Home podcast for Friday, February 21st. I am Kyle Hilliard. Here's a whole bunch of video game stuff that happened recently. There are tons of new Animal Crossing New Horizons details thanks to a recent Nintendo Direct. We add more rumors to WB Games Montreal's potential Batman game. And there is a surprising amount of video game movie news, probably thanks to the success of the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, which is currently sitting at 63% on Rotten Tomatoes. Nintendo released a whole bunch of information yesterday for Animal Crossing New Horizons with a nearly 28-minute Nintendo Direct presentation about the game. It covered a lot of known information, but also revealed a lot of new things, and thankfully did not include a surprise delay, which sometimes happens with these kinds of info drops. So here's a list of all the little details the Direct revealed, and I'm going to be thorough here, but in the future with these kinds of stories and Directs, let me know if I should just stick to the highlights. The game is still releasing on March 20th, which means it will be spring when you start playing, if that's, you know, when you pick it up. And you will be able to pick an island from a few options as well as which hemisphere you're on, which will dictate when seasons happen. Different seasons have different activities like collecting bugs in summer, and there will be an aurora borealis no matter what hemisphere you're on. You can set up your starting tent wherever you want, and eventually you'll be able to get an interest-free loan with no deadline for repayment to get a house, which sounds absolutely fantastic, and it's one of the many things from video games I wish existed in real life. You can also upgrade and expand the house, too. There will be a resident services location where you can sell unwanted junk and craft various things as long as you have the necessary recipes. You can also change the colors of furniture and customize all kinds of stuff there. You will have a Nook phone with various apps on it, and Nintendo says new apps will be added in the future. One of the weirder apps is a rescue service app that lets you call in a helicopter to pick you up wherever you are and drop you off at home. I'm curious if the reason that that is integrated into the game is because, theoretically, maybe you can accidentally place yourself in an area that you can't return from, and that's maybe that's why that option is there, which I think is kind of interesting. Outside of your own island, you can take randomized tours of small neighboring islands to get new stuff. Nintendo also took the time to reiterate how the online will work. You can have up to eight local players live on an island on a single Switch, which, you know, you take turns playing. But up to four players can also play together online simultaneously. It won't be available at launch, it seems, but shortly after launch, the Nintendo Online app will have some integration with Animal Crossing. You will be able to scan QR codes from the 3DS games Animal Crossing New Leaf and Animal Crossing Happy Home Designer to pull designs you created from those games into New Horizons, and you will be able to use your smartphone as a keyboard in the game, which I think is is more interesting than we realize. I remember on GameCube when Animal Crossing came out, there was that controller that had a full keyboard in the middle that you could track down, and people were buying that almost exclusively for Animal Crossing. So the fact that you will be able to use a full QWERTY keyboard in the game, I think is very cool. 
So a lot of that stuff was mostly known and has been revealed in the past, but, you know, was reiterated here. And then Nintendo revealed a bunch of new stuff. Over time, you'll be able to add facilities like museums with aquariums to your island and shops that will sell items that you can't make yourself, like like a big punching bag, for example. And new residents will show up, like Isabel uh, from Super Smash Brothers, who is an expert in operations and will help you upgrade your home. There will be fishing tournaments, bug-offs, and other seasonal activities, and guests will also show up at your island depending on the time of the year. It's funny the things that get elevated as being exciting new things for Animal Crossing, but that's just sort of the nature of the game. It's all about cute little small things in a world densely packed with activities. But at a certain point in the game, you'll be able to build bridges and steps and ramps, and you can change the textures on the ground to create paths and different things. But the big new thing is you will be able to get a permit, which lets you throw on a hard hat, to terraform the world. You won't be able to make big, huge sweeping changes but you can dig into the ground to extend rivers or change the terrain to make it easier to navigate or even widen a waterfall it's one of those things that nintendo only showed a few examples of uh during the direct but i bet when players have their hands on it they will do some weird and bizarre things with it that will surprise everyone nintendo covered some other quick hit questions with an faq section at the end of the direct amiibo Figures and amiibo cards will be supported, and though not every amiibo will be supported initially, the roster of support will be updated over time. If you're just a casual friend visiting someone's island, you won't be able to use axes and shovels to mess up somebody else's home, you know, which is which is smart. Nintendo also says it plans on supporting the game with lots of free updates in the future, and there will be a day one patch uh, that you will need in order to participate in bunny day in april it's not clear what bunny day is exactly but i i would assume that it's very important about the only negative piece of news to come out of the direct is that animal crossing new horizons like pokemon sword and shield before it will not support cloud saves nintendo did not explain why but i think it's safe to assume that nintendo assumes that people will try and exploit cloud saves to duplicate items and things like that I recognize that I am a rare instance, but I I have two Switches. I share a regular Switch with my daughter, who stole it when Pokemon came out, and I I haven't really seen it since. And then I have a Switch Lite, which now has become my main console, so it really frustrates me when Nintendo limits cloud save functionality like this, especially considering that one of the main reasons I am paying for the Nintendo online service is to have the option to back up saves and share them between Switch consoles. Nintendo did say it will implement some kind of safety net for people to be able to recover lost save files, but it's not currently clear how that's going to work. I know that's a lot of Animal Crossing details, but like I said recently, I really do think it's going to be one of the biggest Switch games uh, this year. If it's too much Animal Crossing, though, just re- reach out and let me know. Maybe in the future I won't go as in-depth on these kind of you know previews and Nintendo Directs and the like. There are more rumors surrounding WB Games Montreal's rumored Batman game. So before I even dive into the story, I want to preface it by saying that I have not confirmed this, nor do I have a way to confirm this, but I think it's interesting and worth talking about and potentially exciting. 
A post on Reddit recently shared a haphazard photo of what looks like a giant Batman logo on an elevator door next to some WB logos, along with the headline, New Batman Logo Spotted at WB Games Montreal. WB Games Montreal is the studio behind the Arkham prequel, Batman Arkham Origins, and since the release of that game, the studio has been relatively quiet. It worked on LEGO Legends of Chima Online, and then it helped with the big DLC packs for Arkham Knight. But whatever else the studio is working on, it has been shrouded in shadows and rumor. The end of Arkham Origins seemed to tease a potential Suicide Squad game, but nothing seems to have come of that. And then there have been teases from the developer related to Court of Owls, which is a relatively recent Batman story in the comics where Batman goes to battle with a secretive organization that has been pushing Gotham in various directions from the shadows. There have also been rumors that the studio is working on a Batman video game reboot, as in it would be a Batman game but not related to the Arkham universe. The thing that's interesting about this Reddit post, which, again, I want to emphasize, could be a totally fake thing or could be entirely unrelated to WB Games Montreal, is that the logo they're showing looks very similar to the Batman Beyond logo. So, the newest rumor to throw on the pile in terms of what WB Games Montreal has quietly been working on for years is that it could be a Batman Beyond game. Batman Beyond is a Batman timeline that takes place well into the future where Batman is too old to be a vigilante and brings in a Batman intern, basically. And uh, he has a fancy futuristic suit that he can use to fly and do all kinds of other things. All things that would be super fun to do in a video game. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home? isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite clear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. So this is not a movie podcast, but this section has a lot of news about video game movies. It seemed like a whole bunch of stuff just happened at once over the last couple days. The Forever in Limbo Uncharted movie is apparently going to begin shooting in about a month, according to Tom Holland, who will be playing a young Nathan Drake. After telling them how much he likes Uncharted 4, Holland told IGN in an interview, It was interesting when I sat down with Sony Pictures chairman Tom Rothman and we were talking about video games and I was like, oh, I've just finished Uncharted. And he was like, well, why don't you play Nathan Drake? I remember being like, I would do anything to play Nathan Drake. Please, that would be amazing. So yeah, we start shooting in like four weeks. Mark Wahlberg is going to be amazing as Sully. The stunt department that we have out there in Berlin have done an amazing job already prepping the stunts, and it's going to be an exciting one. 
The weird thing about this potential shooting schedule that Tom Holland is talking about here is there is apparently no one currently attached to direct as of this moment. But according to another IGN piece of reported news, Ruben Fleischer, the director of Venom, is on the short list to do it. It would be weird if Fleischer directed, considering he made the Venom movie, which is at least for now separate from the Marvel Spider-Man films where Tom Holland plays Spider-Man. And then Tom Holland would be Nathan Drake in this movie that Fleischer would potentially direct. Considering the insane path the Uncharted movie has taken, it is definitely one of those films that I won't believe exists until I am actually sitting down to watch it. The very earliest Uncharted movie rumors had David O. Russell directing the movie. David O. Russell directed American Hustle and Three Kings, and it was apparently going to be a movie about a family of treasure hunters, and Mark Wahlberg was going to play Nathan Drake. And then Dan Trachtenberg, who directed 10 Cloverfield Lane, was attached to direct for a little while. And then Travis Knight, the director of Bumblebee, was going to direct. And now we're on to potentially Ruben Fleischer. And Mark Wahlberg is no longer playing Nathan Drake and has aged into playing Sully, Nathan Drake's teacher and father figure. Eli Roth who played Sergeant Donnie Donowitz in Quentin Tarantino's Inglorious Bastards and also directed Hostel and Cabin Fever, is going to be directing a movie based on Gearbox's Borderlands series. Lionsgate is behind the movie, and Gearbox's co-founder and notorious flash drive dropper Randy Pitchford will be serving a producing role. Frankly, I think Eli Roth is a good fit for a Borderlands movie. I just hope they let him go really crazy with it and he does something wild. Pretending I'm a Superman is a new movie on the way that, unlike the previous two here, isn't a video game franchise converted into a fictional film, but rather a documentary about Tony Hawk that covers the undeniable impact of the Tony Hawk Pro Skater video game series. Sean Cook reported on the movie from Mike.com and wrote, Pretending I'm a Superman, which takes its name from Goldfinger's Superman, a staple of the original game soundtrack, has been in the works since 2016. Former Neversoft producer Ralph D'Amato teamed up with Swedish filmmaker Ludwig Gur for the independently financed documentary. It tracks how the broader skateboarding industry was in a perilous place in the early 90s before becoming further mainstreamed with the X Games and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater series. Aside from Tony Hawk and Rodney Mullen, the film features interviews with Steve Caballero, Chad Muska, and many more involved in the popular video game series. There was a Tony Hawk mobile game that released in 2018, and it was... I mean... I get, the nicest thing I can say about it is that it was it was inoffensive. It had familiar Tony Hawk controls and original levels, and when you got your score high enough, you would actually turn into Tony Hawk. That style of game is just not great with a touchscreen, so it wasn't one I, I kept on my phone very long. I'm also, I'm dancing around spoilers a bit here, but Tony Hawk also appeared recently on a very prevalent game show in a fun cameo, and, you know, all of this is to say that we are definitely overdue for a proper Tony Hawk video game. The last numbered Tony Hawk game was Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5 in 2015, and it just wasn't very good. It didn't review very well, unfortunately, which was a which was a big bummer. I'd love to see a proper Tony Hawk Pro Skater 6. I hope that's I hope someone's working on it somewhere. I've been getting feedbacks from folks now that the show is officially live and out in the world, which is Super exciting. Thanks to everyone who sent me emails and tweets and DMs. I really appreciate it. I also want to thank Dominic Chichoki and Wes Bates 
at MechaRecca on Twitter, who both sent me my first correction. I recently said that Bayonetta 1 and 2 were coming to Switch at some point in the future, which is not the case. Bayonetta and Bayonetta 2 are already out on Switch and have been for quite some time. The game's released in a bundle on February 16th, 2018. So thanks for letting me know that. That's it for today. I actually beat Kunai, the Metroid-like game I've been playing. I beat it on Switch yesterday, and I'm thinking I might write a review for it and throw it on the end of an episode here in the coming future. This podcast is meant to focus on news, but I, I definitely want to share review thoughts about games as much as possible, so I think I'm going to experiment with that a bit. The The short review, though, I can tell you right now, is I like that game a lot, but the map navigation could be problematic at times. Please let me know if you have any corrections for me and what you think of the show. My email is kyle at ridehome.info. You can also find me on Twitter at Kyle M. Hilliard. My DMs are open, so feel free to send me a message there. Thanks to Brian McCullough and James Welsh for everything related to the show. And thanks to Joe Moore, who made all the music for the Gaming Ride Home podcast. If this is only the third episode you've listened to, know that I'm now back in my booth that I made in my basement closet. You can find a video I made about it on my YouTube channel. This is closer to what the podcast should sound like more consistently. I will talk to you more about video games tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening.